When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Let's go back a little bit in time. If you think about a decision make, uh, made by Jimmy Johnson, uh, the Herschel Walker trade, things like that, where so you have a known commodity, this really good player at a position that, you know, at a, a different time in the NFL was extremely valuable, versus these potential players. Uh, and so... You know, you're, 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 you're kind of studying the known versus the unknown. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times you can do that if you make assumptions using numbers, right? And so that is a real-world application of somebody who, I don't, I don't know that anybody would call him an analytics person, but he had been very thoughtful and intentional about the known thing versus the unknown thing. <laughs> the, the look on Judd's face. What? <laughs> to, Judd, is the, Judd is the meme with, like, numbers floating above his head trying to decipher what Quasey just said. <laughs> Mike Mike Lynn got ripped off because he assumed that Johnson w- wouldn't cut all those players and therefore trigger them into draft picks. That was an, an intentional ripoff, I guess, is is what you could say that. It's possible Quasey doesn't know the full history of yeah, I think that's a bad example for him. You know? You know what? Again, I'm sitting here with my phone. I got a lot of free time. Call me up before you say something Call like that. Me. And I'll be like, let's let's use a different example. Judd needs to be the uh, the, the quasi consultant, the media consultant. I, I can be a consultant for all of these people. I can help them out. I'm old. I've, been, I've seen a lot. Let's help Judd set up some sort of a storefront website, just like Zolgad Sports Consulting oh LLC. Let's let's make this happen. I, but I mean, I'll keep it off the record. I'll never tell a soul. But my God, a Herschel Walker trade, intentional, yeah, intentional ripoff, which is you know what, good for the Cowboys, great, great for them. This is Purple Daily. We're very intentional about entertaining you through the prism of the Minnesota Vikings every single day, and we're very intentional about wanting the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. Before we die, the show is presented in part by TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. This is a Purple Daily Reads the Comments episode of the show here. We pretty much turn control over to you guys. Your questions, critiques, concerns, your takes, whatever it is, you can always hit us up through the Score North app. There's a little uh, quick message tab at the bottom that you can send us messages throughout the week here. But let's start on Twitter, where uh, the the Wanye Best tweets into the show. There's a lot of Kirk Cousins stuff here today. I just want to warn people. Trigger warning. Trigger. If you are triggered by Kirk Cousins' discussion, just maybe this is not the episode for you. 
But the Wanye Best on Twitter says, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes don't get the level of scrutiny that Kirk Cousins gets. Um, how does he know that? Like, I would say they get huge scrutiny. Uh, and in their markets? You I'm think sure. those guys get criticized? Well, first of all. They don't play well. Sure they do. Okay. I, th- I didn't know you were going to go that path with it. I would say that, okay, if Kirk Cousins gets more criticism than those three guys, which I think is true, why do you think that is? Why do you think people would criticize Kirk Cousins, who's never won more than 10 games in a regular season, who's never been to the conference championship game, who's never come anywhere near a championship at any level of football in his life, would maybe be criticized more than Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes, who've combined for almost 10 Super Bowl championships. Why do you think that is? That's my question. I mean, they're all held to a standard for sure. Yeah. Like, do you not want Kirk held to a st- standard? Are we just supposed to punch on Kirk? Well, he's paid a lot, but let's be go easy on Kirk. I mean, what I, this this infuriates me because it it elects to basically minimize Cousins as a player. Basically, what he's saying is, well, he you just leave Kirk alone. Okay, then he shouldn't play pro football, and he shouldn't be paid as much. Like that's a ridiculous thing. If if I'm Kirk, I'm offended by that question, not by us. I mean, it's it's simple. It's he's he's made a crap ton of dough, dude. He, he's he's had four, I believe, top three cap hits for his position. I believe oh, I'm paraphrasing here. Over the cap had this like earlier this week, but guys like Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, I think they've only had like up to of one. Like they've always had, they've been able to restructure their contract. Like for example, Matt Ryan. Okay, let, let's let's compare Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins just for a bit. Matt Ryan has won an MVP award. He had his team on the doorstep, and unfortunately, is the poster boy wrongly accused, but poster boy for the biggest Super Bowl collapse of all time. But I don't think people have like looked on Matt Ryan's career as criticized or on the same level as Kirk. Like as in as in Kirk has has been criticized to the hundredth degree in terms of Matt Ryan. But is the difference between Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan at the end of the day when we're talking about like Hall of Fame bus, is it that different? Is it that different? It's 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 very strange, but I understand why people criticize Kirk Cousins. I just get I get so tired in this town, especially of us trying to take the pressure off guys who should welcome that pressure. Mm-hmm. Like we're like we're constantly trying to, to deflect. Don't no uh, don't, don't don't talk about Kirk anymore. This is not fair to Kirk, they, folks. He should welcome it. He is the quarterback, really really well paid of a National Football League team. Like you win championships by having tremendous pressure on you. Question becomes: Can you handle it? If you can't, you're not a winner. I would also say this. Listen, you know, football is a team sport, but it's it's funny the way that people use football as a team sport in a hypocritical nature. Football is a team sport. You can't just blame one guy. Okay, if football is such a team sport, which it is, it is a team sport. But if it's such a team sport, why would you allocate fifteen to twenty percent of your cap expenditure on one guy, unless that one guy had a huge impact on winning? That's right. Very good point. Yes. Well, that, but that's the going market rate for a quarterback. Well, the going market rate for something isn't the same as the best way to go about building a Super Bowl roster, right? Like, how many teams that are paying market rate, quote unquote, like top five money to a quarterback, win a Super Bowl in any given year? Like, it's it's almost always teams that have value at that position. They either have a rookie skill contract, or they have a guy like. Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford, who, because of the flexibility of their long-term contracts, are taking less money to the cap in a particular season, right? So 
you know, I just the other thing too is Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. I just looked this up. Have combined for twenty appearances in conference championship games in their careers. All right, Kirk has never come close to a conference championship game, let alone a Super Bowl. So that's why he gets scrutinized compared to some of the other quarterbacks in the NFL. And Brady it's not hard gets, to figure out. Brady gets scrutinized a lot. If he struggles, it's it's on national talk shows for weeks. Like if Tom Brady's not playing, there there was a time with the Patriots when we all thought he's basically done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was scrutinized constantly. But if you don't want the scrutiny, that's what people need to understand. If the athlete doesn't want it, then the athlete's not a winning player. Uh, there's Bar- nobody There's nobody who's great who doesn't enjoy the scrutiny because they thrive on it. Bart Whedon via YouTube here says, The uncomfortable truth is Cousins' contract is actually a bargain. Yes, a bargain. Compare his numbers to other top 15 quarterbacks or so, like Deshaun Watson's $230 million guaranteed deal or Tannehill's current contract. As new contracts continue to roll in, Cousins' deal isn't that far out of line. Your thoughts? Do you think Cousins' contract is actually a bargain right now? I wouldn't call it a bargain, but I do But I do agree. It's not like now it's not incredibly bad. Um, but here's what I think. I think that, and this is why 2022 of my... 50 plus years on earth might be my favorite because this 2022 is going to clear up any question about the pressure on Kirk. Again, he's being given everything he wants a good coach. Who's going to be friendly. Who's going to meet with him, which by the way, he should, he's being the, again, people that are in the business uh, to make Kirk as successful as possible are giving him an offensive line. I don't want to hear it. It's not good enough. No, it is. They decided, right. Justin Jefferson, Thiel, and Irv Smith coming back, hopefully. Uh, Cook. So so I think I think that the planets are aligned for Kirk to have an unbelievable year. And if he doesn't, guess what? He's going to deserve the scrutiny he gets. Yeah, well, I, I would frame it this way, okay? NFL contracts tend to be a lot of smoke and mirrors, okay? Kirk's contracts are not smoke and mirrors. They are short-term deals with ironclad guarantees and almost zero flexibility for the team to lower cap hits unless they add more guaranteed money on a future season, right? So he currently, even after the restructure or the extension, has the third highest cap hit in the NFL of any player. The other two are Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has the highest cap hit of any player in the NFL this year, so that's problematic for the Titans. And uh, Patrick Mahomes with that new contract is slightly above Kirk Cousins. So unless you think Kirk is the best quarterback in the NFL, making the third most money to the cap, only then would it be a bargain. It cannot be I, – I only care about cap hits. I don't care about, like, the smoke and mirrors money and, like, oh, the average annual value. Like, right. the money to the cap is the most important thing because that's right. – because now you have to – okay, what other money do you have to build a roster? Right. So it, it is not a bargain. I'm not saying it's, like, completely crippling them from building a competitive team, but, like, you can't say it's a bargain if he's the third highest paid quarterback unless you think he's the best quarterback in the league. It's not a bargain, but what it is is it is a – it sounds like a very fair contract for a guy who's going to, to – to play a huge role in them making a deep uh, playoff run. Like, I think that's very fair to say. Like, the more I examine this offensively, everything's in place for this team. Now, do I think it's going to take place? I absolutely do not. But my expectations are, from what the Vikings are doing, is that it is a good contract given to a guy who they think can be a superstar. Uh, Adam via Twitter says, why do you have Kirk so much better? Um, why do you hate Kirk so much when he's better than Stafford? 
Cousins doesn't make the same dumb mistakes Stafford does. If Kirk was on that Rams team, he would have a Super Bowl as I'm well. I'm triggered. I'm, I'm go, go ahead. You two talk because I'm triggered now. It's not. It's not even the same. Kirk has a. It's a hypothetical. He has a. Congratulations to Cousins. He has a hypothetical Super Bowl ring. If he would have been on the Rams, he would have a Super Bowl ring. Congratulations. Hang the banner. My heart. My heart. (laughs) Racing right now. By the way, okay, the Stafford interception thing. Okay, you. So you saw Matthew Stafford, flaws and all, win a Super Bowl and lead that offense in some key situations throughout the playoffs, right? Why does it matter? That he throws interceptions. You've already seen it not matter. Like, his interceptions didn't prevent them from winning a Super Bowl. But we hang a banner because Kirk avoids interceptions and avoids risk, right? It's just... It's weird, <laughs> it's dude. It's amazing. I don't get it. I just can't. I just can't. Uh, I can't do it anymore. Um, all right. There's... Stick with me here. Okay. Luke Spildy via YouTube says, Mackie has to find something to bash on besides Kirk Cousins. He's like Skip Bayless and LeBron James. Hmm. Luke... Are you comparing Kirk Cousins to LeBron James? If you're going to compare me to Skip Bayless, I mean, Skip Very makes nice. like $9 million that's, a year. So if awesome. I can aspire to, to be Skip Bayless at some point, I guess that wouldn't be sure. as bad of a thing as maybe you think. But but LeBron James, like the criticism of Skip Bayless is, dude, you're watching one of the three greatest players of all time, and you just crap on him on every show, right? So unless you think we're watching one of the three greatest quarterbacks of all time who deserves – you know, who's getting unwarranted criticism? I, I'm not sure I understand the comparison. So, a lot of good Just, Kirk stuff on this. Why stuff. don't you talk about the punters and ki- and yeah. kickers more? Let's talk about the gunners, Phil. Why don't you criticize the gunners, gunners for not doing so. their job? Okay, I've got some, uh, some other stuff for you here. But uh, listen, next Thursday at Surly Brewing Company, it's the Surly Purple Daily NFL Draft Party Extravaganza. <laughs> Judd, let's talk about it. All right, next Thursday, Surly Brew Hall. Doors open at 3. We start approximately at 6. Admission? Well, let's see. Draft parties ordinarily cost something. So let me flip through my notes to see what the price is for our draft party. Oh, it's zero. It's zero. <laughs> now, if you, you you bring a non-perishable can of food or cans of food to, to help our cause, that would be fantastic. Uh, you can walk away with a TCL t- uh, TV. You can also drink... Before I Die Brew, which, by the way, is being brewed especially for this event because the goal is before we die for us to all celebrate a Vikings championship. And let me tell you right now, there are a lot of beer companies out there that brew a special beer, right? They brew a special beer. What they do is they take the can and they wrap it in a different thing, and they're like, this is our new brew. Well, no, it's not. It's a repackage. The Surly Brewmaster has been working on this for weeks, if not months. This is a one-night-only special beer being brewed. So, yes, come on down. Join us. It's going to be a great time. And, again, that admission charge, you're going to have to open your wallet and pull out mm, nothing. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And uh, you also have a chance to win a TCL 65-inch 5-series Google Smart TV so come on out, hang out with us. We'd love to meet as many of you as possible. So, and if you plan on coming out, just you know, send us a DM or hit us up on Twitter, or whatever, yeah. so we can make sure that uh, we uh, you know put her in the old vice and cheers a couple surlies. We'll just, we'll just nux this, okay? We'll just yeah. nux. 
Also, hey, it's you know, golfing season. Oh, yeah. Meadows at Mystic is on the verge of opening up here. I'll be teeing off tomorrow morning. And also, I recommend teeing off at the Meadows at Mystic Lake. Right now, I'm looking at tee times on Sunday. I see tee times in the 9 a.m. hour, 10 a.m. hour. There's plenty of tee times because the Meadows is finally open. It's an, and it's a savings of 36%, $80 with the cart. It's a great rake it's one of the best courses in all of the state of Minnesota. Quick drive just down 169. And then while you're there, go check out the golf shop. Also, sign up for your frequent player card. If you sign up, it locks you into a rate of $75 plus tax, and you can book out your tee time three weeks in advance. Show us your clubs. I want to see some bombs from, the, from that first tee box. Meadows at Mystic Lake, proud sponsor of Purple Daily. Bada bing. All right, boys. Let's dive back into the comment section here. Purple Daily reads the comments. Okay, Rance the Ripper on YouTube says, The biggest area for improvement, according to Phil, is the offense going from 14th to 5th, and he thinks that that's better than the defense going from 32nd to 15th? Dude, come on. couple things here real quick, and then I'll throw this back at you guys in the question. The Vikings defense was not 32nd last year. Okay, It was not good, but it was not 32nd. It was... It depends on the measurement, but like, you know, 25th in yards per play or something. So let's not completely over-exaggerate. But if you had a choice, would you rather see, let's go points per game. Would you rather see the Vikings offense go 14th to 5th or the Vikings defense go from like wherever they were in the mid to low 20s to 15th? Well, I want the offense to be top five. Um, So I would pick that one. I would like the defense, if I could pick it, to be in the teens. I can take the teens. I think if you're 20 or below, you're starting to get into dangerous territory. Mm -hmm. But if I could have, but, but I think, and I think it's realistic for both of those things to take place. I think the offense can be top five scoring wise. And I don't think it's going to be an act of God to, let's say, get the defense scoring wise to 19. Mm -hmm. I think that is. But your point, which I think we all agree with, is this team is going to pick an offensive path with an improved defense. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But, but but this isn't the Zim days. See, we need to get away from the Zim days because the Zim days were if the defense ain't good, we're screwed. That's not how this is going to be built. And I agree. I do agree with the philosophy of this is an offensive league now. So maximizing that side of the ball, probably more realistic. Dex? Yeah, I mean, going from 14th to top five is what this team needs to do from an offensive standpoint. And with the defense, look, if they go from, yeah, 25th to 15th, sure, that's an improvement. But all I care about with defense, and it's, it's hard to quantify this sometimes, but situations. Can you be really good in third downs? Can you be good on the red zone? And can you do one thing elite or at a very good level? Like the Vikings hopefully are banking on this fact that Darius Smith and Daniel Hunter can get after the quarterback. No matter what rookie they plug in, it's probably teams are going to be passing on the Vikings like crazy, and they're probably going to be surrendering a crap ton of yards through the air this season. But can they be top five, top ten in pressure rates and sacks and make up for it somewhere else? That's what I care about on defense. And I think the Vikings offense being top five should be the more primary goal there. Yeah, I think you know you kind of mentioned you know from a defensive standpoint, what is the the great thing that you do? I think from a team standpoint, what are you great at? And again, we're kind of painting a an either or scenario here. That's it, you know it's not a black and white binary choice. But if you had the 14th best offense and the 14th best defense, guess what you have? <laughs> a fringe mediocre playoff team, right? Like which is the the mud that the Vikings have been stuck in forever. And so 
I think the offense is closer to being great with an offensive-minded coach. The weapons, Kirk Cousins having a better relationship with scheme and coach. The offense is the more logical leap from 14th to 5th. Than, and again, no one's saying that the defense can't get better or shouldn't get better. It should get better, too, because they were so bad, historically bad, inside the final two minutes of each half last year. So if if it looked something like 5th best offense scoring and 18th best defense, but decent in situations like 3rd down and red zone, now you've got a team that can do something in the playoffs. But I think if you're average at both, but we improve the defense, eh, you're just stuck in the same place. Uh, let's see here. Freaker B the Speaker on YouTube says, Purple Daily is the purple standard. Thank you. The very next comment from Mike J on YouTube is Mackie and Judd know nothing about football. <laughs> you know what? And everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Those who love us, those who can't stand us. Amazing. Okay, uh, Jamie K on Twitter says Paul Allen is getting excited about the draft. He said on his show this week, going from the twelfth pick to the fourth pick could happen. Have you guys heard any of this moving up to the four steam? And I'll even throw out. What would you think of that? On one, I've heard nothing. I did some checking after I heard that, and I've heard zero about that. That does not mean Paul's wrong. It just means that that is not out there. It's not uh, circulating among the masses. Um, what would I think about it? I, I wouldn't like it because the price would be extremely high, and I don't know. Like, if this was for a quarterback, I'd be like, oh, okay. If you like a quarterback that much, you do that. But it wouldn't be. And I'm all about QB wise, the 2023 draft. So like sauce Gardner sounds fantastic, but if you go up to like the fourth or fifth pick from 12, that is a huge price. I, I think in this draft, that would be a mistake. I think there's depth in this draft and I think there's some very nice players. I don't know that there's a guy who's worth trying to shoot that far up. And ordinarily now I feel like that is usually a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't know if there's any player in the top five that I've like I, I truly would do that for. Um, Aiden Hutchinson looks like a stud, but he's probably going one overall. You know, I, after that, I feel like the draft is so up in the air. Like no one knows how this board's going to shake out, and and unless the Vikings obviously know more than we do, but I don't see any player that's worth mortgaging future picks to move up to the top five. It's not worth it. Yeah. I think like moving up eight spots. I mean, you, moving from twelve to four, you're not just giving up like oh second round pick. Like you're giving up capital to move up that far. I think the only way I would do that is if I was in the market for a quarterback. If if it would be for Malik Willis, but yeah. you know, you've got Kirk signed through 2023 at this point. So I just I just don't know if that. I don't know why you would give up the capital to get a guy that you're going to sit for a year or two. Anyways, it just I don't know. We'll see. It would be exciting, but all right. And then Sean. Sean P via the score North app says you guys have been talking a lot about the Vikings taking a wide receiver at 12. I actually hate this. And here's why it's about the long-term plan. Although it seems like a great idea for the now and the future. I disagree because I'm expecting a star or at least a very good player at 12 and would like to plan on him being with the Vikings for eight to 10 years, including a, a big contract, right? This would be virtually impossible with a wide receiver, assuming the Vikings signed Justin Jefferson to a big extension after his rookie deal. So Sean is saying, Sean's kind of looking like four or five years in the future. Would you be able to have two dudes making you know thirty plus million dollars if it pans out with the twelfth pick at wide receiver? What are your thoughts on that? What's the old cliche saying? Assuming makes an ass of me and you. 
Um, the Justin Jefferson thing we got to talk about, like at some point in time. Like I, I t- talked about it pretty extensively with Chip on Purple Access this week, but um, yeah, the assumption that this is going to go seamlessly. Look at what's going on with this position. I'm just saying you can never have enough receivers. And by and by the way, to be very clear, in our radio days, at that time, I was very anti-receiver first round. But the position's changing. And and you got to evolve. You got to change. You got to change your thought process. Uh, I just think it's very dangerous to assume that the Jefferson thing is a slam dunk. That's I'll 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 leave it at that. Yeah, because you know ultimately look look at Debo Samuel. Look, at, I mean, look at the receivers that have Devontae Adams, right? That have said I'm I'm if I'm going to sign that big contract, I want to go somewhere else. Tyree Kill. So I I don't think you can obsess over a hypothetical that's four or five years away, five years away. Because if you draft a receiver in the first round, you don't have to worry about that contract for a half decade. So I would um, I wouldn't be paralyzed by that by that thought. But it's I like you know listen I like the high level thinking of roster building down the road. I do too. So good good comment there. But uh, yeah, there it is. Purple Daily reads the comments here. Every single week, we devote two episodes to your comments because we are the most fan-friendly show, even though we can be hard on these teams sometimes. We're the most fan-friendly show in Minnesota sports. Uh, a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company as well. They've been helping business owners maximize their success through risk management tools and resources for over 100 years. They're based in Owatonna, and you can find a full list of industries Federated protects at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, dudes. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. If you need any more Timberwolves therapy, my DMs are open. This Kirk thing's got me so flustered and pissed (laughs) off, I can't even operate. See you guys. Purple Daily.